Hello and welcome to episode 64 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Sharla. And happy holidays everybody. I'm all decked out for the holidays for those of you who are watching this on YouTube. I've got on my holiday light. uh, (laughs) Oh yes, there's a whole, it's like a whole light show thing. I have strobe, (laughs) blinking. Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole thing, but I'm going to turn them off <laughs> because otherwise, I don't know, it could like induce seizures in somebody or something like that. We don't want to do that. But anyway, so. I was just thinking it's a good thing Newton's asleep, but he has, I don't think strobe lights affect him, but he okay. has seizures. Okay. <laughs> He's, uh, I'll turn it so everybody can see. He's sleeping right there. Unclear at this point because she, her back is to me. I'm sure it's Katie. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> yeah, <her>. Okay. <laughs> Um, but they look just alike except for their, their fronts and their collars okay. are different for, they were different at, for us at first until we could tell them apart. But Regina has a white chest and Katie does not. So. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's Katie though, because. That's <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is episode 64 and it is our last podcast of 2019. Hey. I mean, I'm sad, but I'm also excited because we get a little bit of a break for the holidays. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take a couple <laughs> weeks off. Uh, and we will be back on January 8th will be our next new podcast. So, um, and we're taking, so we're taking time off completely. So there'll be one more blog. I think Heather has a blog later this week. I and do. It's a- on my Disney resolutions. The things I have to ha- have to make happen right. next year. I- I know what one of them is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm determined. <laughs> but everybody else will just have to read. That's right. You'll just have to check out uh, our website at DisneyParkPrincess.com to find out. Uh, and then, yeah, like I said, we'll be back uh, January 8th with the podcast and the beginning of January with new blogs. So, um, all right, let's get into it. Actually, first, no, no, let's not get into it just yet. I want to I chat a little while longer. Oh, hard left. We're so, being thrown a curveball here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to know what you guys are doing for the holidays. Like, do you have any plans? Do you have any? Are you going to be traveling or seeing family? What are you guys doing? A little Shall bit of both. Um, fine. For the first year in a couple years, we get to stay home on Christmas Day, and I'm so excited <laughs> about that. Um, we always wanted to, and never got. I just. It just doesn't always work out, just based on family things. But um, we are seeing my mom's side of the family on Saturday, my dad's side of the family on Sunday, and um, my husband's family on Christmas Eve. And that, okay. it's all local-ish, though, so yeah. it's not like it's not like really travel. So, okay. so we're staying home on Christmas Day. So anybody wants who needs to come over and eat Chinese food with us on Christmas Day, <laughs> we will be, we will be home. Christmas Day in my area, that's what all my Jewish friends do. I was say that's, yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's kind horrible. of how it started. Was my husband's family is from New York, and there are, um, and that's what they said that they all, uh, all the Jewish families did on Christmas Day. Yeah, and we, we go to the movies anyway a lot of times on um, Christmas Day, and you know, like in the afternoon or something, and. I don't want to have to cook. I would rather be with my family and, you know, watch them open gifts and open gifts and stuff. And um, so we just usually, if we get to stay home on Christmas Day, we order Chinese food. So. Nice. Okay. All right. How about you, Heather? I'm doing, I'm doing nothing this year. Um, I'm, I'm staying in LA, which is nice because I don't have to deal with all of the, the flights everywhere and all that, but it's also a little sad. It's the only time of year that I don't like living out here because I miss snow and like, the big family celebrations. But so we're just going to be quiet, probably have some friends come over later on Christmas day and just 
relax and watch movies and all of that right. open presents. You're yeah. not missing anything when it comes to the snow. It is a <laughs> snow day here in Connecticut. My 15-year-old is out there somewhere and it is icing and snowing and generally miserable right now. So I- I love the snow and ice. I will come shovel your driveway. I love doing that. I miss that. Was the snow. Fantastic. Also, yeah. <laughs> it was 33 degrees here when I woke up, so it's not like I'm oh. living in a tropical paradise or anything. I'm getting the cold. Yeah. Just if it's none gonna of the be that cold, there should be snow. Like just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was it, well, we must be getting that Los Angeles weather because it was 70 degrees here yesterday. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> and then it stormed all night so it's cooler today but like last week was freezing cold here this week is nice so whatever it's weird okay yeah. well i'm uh, i'm headed to charleston for christmas i will not be home for the on christmas day for uh, the first time in a long time typically we sort of insist on having christmas day in our own house um but uh with the airfare and everything it was just a lot cheaper to go to my parents uh, to fly down on christmas eve and of course I have a teenager now and that like everything's so different, you know, like once upon a time it would have been like, you know, obviously you're going to wake up, you know, in your own house on Christmas. Cause that's where Santa knows where to find you, you know, and now I have a teenager and he knows that Santa couldn't find him anywhere. <laughs> so he, I was like, you know, do you care if we're at home for Christmas? He's like, no, <laughs> it's like, oh, whatever. He's getting his presents anyway. Um, yeah. This is not Santa related per se, but magical for, per se. Um, the tooth fairy can also find you anywhere just in case anybody needs to yeah. know that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The tooth fairy <laughs> used to find me at my grandparents' house because that tooth fairy left a lot more money than the one in my house. So <laughs> that's the tooth fairy I went to. Well, um, the tooth fairy um, found Nora in Japan and, and, and gave Yen, of course, and on a cruise ship. Tooth fairy found her on a cruise ship. So yeah. she's a, a blessed child that, that child. Yeah, yeah. Our tooth fairy has has found Ryan in a variety of locations. I think in Walt Disney World a couple times, and yeah, they are very resourceful. Those tooth fairies. Yes, they are. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's what we're all doing for the holidays. So that's why we're taking time off. Um. Some of us are going places, and others just need a break. <laughs> so hopefully, you guys that are listening or watching are getting a break as well, and getting to spend time with friends and family and get to do some really fun stuff or just binge watch um the marvelous mrs basil which i'm almost done with i have I'm done. two episodes left too i'm done Only five minutes left of the finale don't no, <laughs> no. have i ever spoiled anything for you no never you would never spoil anything <laughs> all right so let's get to the news i'm breaking out my trusty notepad uh all right so first up um, and this was possibly my favorite news of the week, just because it's so like I don't know, I don't know why it took them this long to do it, frankly. But um, they have finally added restrooms to the flights of passage queue. <laughs> I know, like, no, I'm sad. I like that you had to get a later. hall pass. <laughs> The, the thing is, people, you would think they would get a hall pass, but there were stories that there's a hallway down, like, backstage, and people were going to the bathroom there. So, yeah, this is needed that they are, that they <laughs> bathrooms in. And I hope they are, there are signs that say, like, bathroom straight ahead or bathrooms five minutes away or something right, like yeah. that. Like, yeah, there should be, like, a, be like a fast pass for the restroom or something in the line, yeah. you know. Like, oh, ooh, I had not heard that. Yes. That was. Story. 
slightly darker spin on it. Charlotte uh, yeah, I was putting yeah, trust Charlotte to know that's her. Okay, all right. So good news. Yeah. There's now actual restrooms. Do no we know to- where they are? I think they're about midway. You know, they're they're inside the, the building itself. Um, it looks like they're from what I could see and what I remember. It looks like they are before the big blue avatar guy. That's what I, I would think. Yeah. yeah. So it's like now, what happens if I have ramp. to pee? And I go into the bathroom, but the line keeps moving. And now my party's like all the way down there. I don't know. Your way through? I don't know. I mean. So many questions. Yeah. Out now. Well, I guess we better just plan a trip so that I can go ride Flight's Passage. And, yeah. If I'm honest, now I'm going to get a fast pass. So I don't want to wait in that line. But it's fine. If anybody listening has not ridden Flights of Passage, you can't get a fast pass. You have to wait in the regular line first. Yeah. For your first ride. That's the rule. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Uh, all right. Uh, other good news for me. The Muppets, Great Moments in History, is returning to the Magic Kingdom for one week and one week only for a limited time engagement. But it made me very happy because I'm hoping that that means that maybe it'll return, you know, at busy crowd times. Like maybe it's not gone forever. Maybe yeah. it's just. They should ha- come up with several different stories. Right? rotate the show so you never know which show you're gonna get and if you are there between christmas and new year's please go see it it's really cute but also it'll show disney that right you know people like this sort of thing and we want to see the live entertainment and it's a really cute show it's worth your time to go see it really cute uh all right who wants to talk about Walt disney world's newest resort are we talking about the riviera resort yes I don't know. Um, I, I've seen quite a few pictures. Anyway, Disney's Riviera Resort opened yesterday, um, and there was a big media event because every social media outlet was there. My entire Facebook feed was just yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it looks absolutely beautiful. Um, somebody posted some of the artwork um, that looks just incredible. The views from the uh, restaurant on top, the Topolinos, were. It's absolutely gorgeous. So this is going to be a really nice resort. The tower studio rooms that we've talked about before a little bit. Um, because we always think they're at Grandestino. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but they are, they are very cool. Um, it's, it's a Murphy or that a Murphy style bed coming down. So it gives you a lot of room space in the room. And those are only sleep two, which is kind of sad for that. But anyway. Guys, it, just so let's keep in mind these tower yeah. studios, they're tiny. They're yeah. really, really small. They're Little like corner rooms. They're yeah. legit studios. Like if you think of a studio apartment, like seriously, the bed's folding down out of the wall and then it almost touches the TV. So they're yeah. small. They're very yeah. small. I think, but I think it's a great option for two people. I think they're cute. I mean, you know, for, although I will say I, I definitely, I kind of want to stay in one just to experience it, like to see exactly what it's like. And, you know, is it worth the price point? Because this is a deluxe resort, let's keep in mind. So, you know, I, they're not cheap, the, t- yeah. the Tower Studios. So, you know, I'm, uh, I'm excited. But I, I just, I like the idea of sort of the corner room. Like, I think that's kind of charming. So, I don't know. We'll yeah. We'll but see. everything, everything looks fantastic about it. So, I'm, I'm excited that this is another option it is on the um skyliner it is a stop on the skyliner if you're interested in that particular aspect of it so it's a good spot yeah i was 
pleasantly surprised when I rode past it on the Skyliner. I had really didn't know sort of what to expect. Um, so, I, I mean, it's, it's very pretty. And the pool looked really, you know, it looked like it might have a really great pool, too. So I'm looking forward to getting to check it out a little bit more. It It is unique to me as a deluxe resort because it's the location of it is more in keeping with moderate resorts than deluxe resorts. But with the Skyliner, it does have pretty direct access to not one, but two theme parks. So, yeah, you know, we'll see. Okay. Uh, all right. So Rise of the Resistance. Oh, my goodness. This ride. It's I, it. I can't wait to experience it, honestly, because the way people are talking about it. <laughs> you know, I feel like this is how people talk about ever. That's what they said about Flights of Passage, and that's what they said about Seven Doors Night Dream. It's just something new, so it's very exciting. And it's, but to you me, know, Flights of Passage really was, like, I love Flights Oh, I Passage. love Flights of Passage, yeah. but I feel like everybody comes out, whenever there's a new attraction, whatever it may be, and they're like, oh my god, best thing ever, we've never seen anything like this. And that may be true, but yeah, the reaction That wasn't the reaction to Millennium insane. Falcon, though. <laughs> That was definitely but not no, the But they knew ahead of time that that was yeah. Di- Even Disney was like, just wait. Just wait. Yeah. <laughs> <Better is> coming. <laughs> it's funny that they um, opened the one that was not as Excited. revered first. Um, yeah. uh, although, since I know nothing about Rise of the Resistance on purpose. Um, yeah, I've avoided. I, yeah. I um, hope. Like, I would more personally excited to f- be in the Millennium Falcon than some other type of ride. Um, but now I'm super excited to see Rise of the Resistance. So, yeah, um, I'm sorry. I, I, have my, I have my tickets to see the new movie on Saturday morning. So, yeah, even though I'm not a big Star Wars fan, yeah. I am excited. To, I'm excited just because it's, it's the culmination of like. Yeah you know, my husband's lifetime of yeah. <laughs> Star Wars fandom. Yeah. So we, yeah. um, I want to yeah. know what all Star Wars fans are going to do when this is over. And they're like, no, well, there's more, you comment. know, that it's not going to be the last movie. Yeah. It's maybe the last in this. Non-ology. It's just the last is that a word? Nonology. I made that up, but it sounds mm-hmm. right. Um, the, we have, we have tickets to see it on Friday. My friend Ben bought out an entire row of seats <laughs> at the theater. That's a good theater. Yeah, at the good theater. All right. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So it should be, should be pretty, pretty right. fun at least. If, even if the movie's terrible, it will be fun to go see it with a yeah. bunch of people. Yeah. yeah. So what's happening at Rise of the Resistance is guests are arriving at about four a.m. <laughs> to try to get boarding groups. So Disney's using. I think we talked about this a little last week. They're using a boarding group system where once you arrive at Hollywood Studios, you do have to be at. You don't have to be through the tickets. You just have to be, you know, at the park. You can be at, you know, going through security or whatever. There's like, you know, um, RFID touch points that acknowledge that you're there you can go into magic uh magical express you go into my disney experience wrong acronym <laughs> i went from dme to mde in my head um you you go into your my disney experience and you sign up for a boarding group now even if you're arriving at 4 a.m you might get a boarding group that is going to be much later in the day um but what they're doing now is if you can't get a boarding group because they are full typically by about 7 a.m they're gone (laughs) um they're now doing backup boarding groups so a backup boarding group is if all of the 
today's boarding groups have ridden and there is still park time left, like the, you know, the park is still open and there's capacity, then they'll go to the backup boarding groups. However, you have to be there bright and early in the morning and your boarding, the backup boarding, if it gets called at all, wouldn't be until the evening. Now you don't have to stay in the park that whole time. You can go somewhere else. Um, but at least it gives you another potential shot at riding. I think that these are basically only going to come into play if the ride does not break down for a significant amount of time. Right. That's which it has been. Right. <laughs> it, it has been having, and that's typical. This is not, um, you know, we're not complaining about that. It, that's to be expected. Right. With a new ride. Yeah. So if they call, you know, one, if they're able to get through, like, I don't know how many they have, like one through 60 in a fairly short order because it hasn't been breaking, then you're going to be yeah. much more likely to you have, might have a shot. Yeah. 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 But it's, I like that they're continuing to adapt and adjust and think about ways to get more people on the attraction. You know, it's For something. Sure. <laughs> we'll take it, you know? Well, I, I like this because um, we've talked about my opinions on fast pass. And since there are no fast passes um, for this yet, at least there's something to get and they're yeah. changing it, you know? So yep. I like the adi- adaptability, like right. you were saying about right. it. Yeah. Yep. And actually you wrote a, a blog post this week yep. on things the Walt Disney World could improve on. If you want to see that, go to our website at DisneyParkPrincess.com. <laughs> um, but it's a great post about, you know, we love Disney. And I want to say that again and really clearly (laughs) we love disney we are big disney fans we have gotten some feedback that we are too anti-disney and we are not in any way shape or form anti-disney but i think what we are is disney realists we've all been doing this for a really long time and you know so it's it's not all sparkles and pixie dust there are realities to disney as a business and you know we acknowledge that, I think, is yeah. what it is. So not we're not everything they do is perfect. <laughs> not everything they do. Yeah. We don't have to like everything they do. Right. We love most of it, but we don't have to. That's right. opinions. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So when we talk about things that, you know, Disney Cruise Line can improve on or so, com- you know, like I wrote a blog recently on, you know, common issues you might experience on your Disney Cruise Line. It dis- Disney doesn't guarantee perfection. Things happen. Rides break bad weather happen. You know, there are, you know, not every cast member is having the best day they've ever had in their entire lives. These are the realities of, you know, of dealing with human beings and dealing with machinery and technology that doesn't always work. Um, so I appreciate that Disney is trying that, you know, they're always trying. And so, you know, are the backup cues the perfect solution? Maybe not, but Hey, you know, it's something figuring it out. So, and and that's one thing that makes Disney Disney is that they do appreciate guest feedback. Now, just because I have a particular opinion on something doesn't mean they're going to change it, yeah. you know. But, you know, they they do appreciate guest feedback. And but they if know. you and 50,000 of your closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I also want to be clear that while I can easily say I wish that they would change this and this and this, I always, if there is a cast member that goes um, – with exceptional service or even really good service that I really like, I always go to guest relations and fill out that card or send an email. So I'm also very appreciative of what they do. And I let yeah. Disney know that it's not that yeah. I go and complain. 
I rarely have gone to guest services to complain about anything. I just like to do it to my friends and my <laughs> listeners. <laughs> on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, speaking of things that Disney can't control, <laughs> uh, Big Top Souvenirs in the Magic Kingdom actually had a small fire this past week. So, um I don't, it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a big fire. Nobody was injured, um, but there are some repairs required. So Big Top Souvenirs is, and Pete's Silly, what it was side called, show. Silly Side Show, um, are closed. And so the character meet and greets have been relocated and you can find them in a couple different spots sort of around um, that area. And hopefully it will be reopened soon. But, uh, cause that's a kind of a big, it's a big space to not have yep. open. Yeah. So. Especially yeah. this time of year, next week, right. you need every inch of that park. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That that um sh- sh- store is very big. It's like bigger than it you is. think. Every time you walk in, mm-hmm. there's yeah fudge a lot of and, square footage. Yeah, the fudge, the fudge is there. really good there. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Um, okay, sorry. That's it for the news. And we're going to get into our topic, which is the conclusion of our resort series. This week, we're talking about our favorite, the deluxe resort. So stay tuned for that. So let's get into it. Our favorite of the categories, the deluxe resorts. And we talked about doing deluxe resorts and deluxe villas and decided that really to us, it's kind of one category so we're lumping the deluxe and the deluxe villa resorts um into one podcast don't add us uh all right so for those who don't know the deluxe resorts consist of and i wrote out this very long list <laughs> there's, a animal, there's a million of them um animal kingdom lodge which has villas wilderness lodge which also has villas the two, contemporary, villas. two villas. The Contemporary Resort, which has Bay Lake Tower villas. The Polynesian Resort, which has villas-ish <laughs> and, and bungalows. Uh, the Grand Floridian Resort, which also has villas. The Yacht Club, which does not. Uh, the Beach Club, which also has villas. Boardwalk Inn, which has villas. And then Saratoga Springs, Old Key West, and the new Disney's Riviera Resort, which are deluxe villa only resorts. Mm-hmm. Did I miss any? Probably. (laughs) I do not believe that you did. Okay. Thank you. All right. So let's get into it. Um, Let's start with sort of, because even I find within the deluxe resorts, there's kind of subcategories, right? Of deluxe resorts, wouldn't you say? Um, So let's start with what I call the entry level (laughs) deluxe resorts. I Um, the lesser expensive lesser expensive but also um they sleep less people right so animal we're talking about animal kingdom lodge and wilderness lodge um why don't you guys talk a little bit about what sets those two resorts apart from the rest of the deluxe resorts i really really love the wilderness lodge and animal kingdom lodge so i'm i don't want to say that they are lesser in terms of quality necessarily but they do sleep less and they are further away from the other theme parks um animal kingdom villas is closest to animal kingdom obviously but you still have to take a bus to get there so um yeah and wilderness lodge you have to um take a boat to the magic kingdom or bus everywhere else so well it does they are very very nice and they do follow most of the um deluxe amenities the they are a little bit further away 
from their hub hub park yeah and the rooms are a little bit smaller as well so it just improves your footage um but they both have bunk bed rooms which is Mm -hmm. unique um so you can actually book that type of room if you have it's really good if you have teens that don't want to sleep in the same bed or people any people who don't want to sleep in the same bed (laughs) um the yeah the downside on those bunk beds is they they really block kind of your open feel to the to the room itself um but you know it's they're really cute uh let's see what do we want to say about those resorts so they both have several restaurants a bars um the will the new bar outside at the wilderness lodge i forget what it's called it is awesome it is really really good their food is fantastic there yeah uh, it's fairly new maybe a year old something like that yep and that's one of the things that sets sort of the deluxe re- resorts apart from the moderates is multiple dining locations right so not just a quick service and a table service but you know a quick service often a fast casual like in the case of wilderness lodge multiple table service um room service and not just pizza delivery the moderates only have pizza delivery but deluxe resorts have full room service um so these are all some of the things that you get as you move up, you know, in terms of the categories. Um, right. I love the Wilderness Lodge. I do too. I love both of them. I yeah. think the Wilderness Lodge and Animal Kingdom Lodge have two of the best lobbies out of any oh, Disney hands hands. Like you, they, they have that jaw, that jaw-dropping, like, you walk in and you're like, oh, and you just, like, your mouth opens and you look up and it's just, it's beautiful, both of them. Yeah, yeah, they absolutely. are. I think the biggest and most open of the of any of the lobbies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, which is funny because they're the darkest feeling because <laughs> they are very they're low light and wood, which yeah. is by design. But yes, yeah. they're the most open. Yeah, by far. Yeah. Um, I mean that fireplace of the Wilderness Lodge. I just love that whole the fireplace and then the multiple fireplaces because like it, there's there's one big fireplace in the corner of the lobby, but if you walk to the back of the lobby and turn around there's like secret fireplaces as you go up the floors you know um and they've got the rocking chairs and i love the brook that starts in the lobby and like flows out and becomes the waterfall into the pool and oh i just love it i Um, I love that too yeah and animal kingdom lodge is stunning that lobby is multiple layers there's three different layers to that like three different floors to that lobby And the yep. same thing, there's hidden rooms off of the lobby where they do yep. a lot of the uh, the activities. Uh, there, I like the fire pit there because it's kind of hidden in the corner. Yep. Um, and then they have their, it's Victoria Falls Bar, which is like half a level down from the main yeah. lobby. So that's kind of hidden and it's got this massive waterfall in it. And then if you walk to the far wall of the lobby, it just floor to ceiling windows of the the savannah you walk in and you're going to check in and there are giraffes right there but then you walk down another level of that and then there's the rocking chairs right there it's just it's beautiful yeah yeah it's fantastic um the other thing that i find so fascinating and this is this is such a disney thing right so much research goes into the creation of these resorts and it's for me, it's really what sets the deluxe resorts up, apart in a way that almost can't be described until you experience them for yourselves. The level of detail, especially in Animal Kingdom Lodge. Animal Kingdom Lodge has the largest collection of African artwork outside of Africa. <laughs> like The resort is yeah. full of incredible 
handcrafted creations and artwork and sculpture and painting and masks. And it is amazing. And down every single hallway and every, like it's, it's everywhere. And if you really take the time to look around, you can see some incredible things that you, you can't see anywhere else outside of the continent of Africa. You know, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. Um, And much like Africa itself is, you know, you think of, desert a lot of times when you think of or a lot of animals there's the northeast side which is a lot more middle eastern and uh lush and mountains and all that and they have that represented there mm-hmm. too and because there's a, it's a whole different landscape and whole different um animals right. there so they have right. that represented too and it's really really right. beautiful yeah. yeah and i just i think it's so interesting because of course you know africa is a continent not a country <laughs> Yeah. Still hear people refer to, you know, <laughs> within Africa, there's, you know, many different countries and many different cultures and many different types of storytelling. And I think the lodge does such a beautiful job of representing that. It's really, it's really interesting to me. So um, I still prefer wilderness lodge just a little bit <laughs> just because of the boat yeah. to the wilderness, or to the magic kingdom, I think, but um, they're if both. They would put in, if they would put in something like a boat or a, it's safari own, its own little monorail or something from yeah. Animal it's Kingdom. Just little safari jeeps that go back and forth. Yeah, you know? it'd be great. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Um, but both of those resorts do have um, a, a very very nice club level and some mm-hmm. of the most affordable of the club level category and rooms so i mean not only are the, the rooms, animal kingdom lounges club level is the best my favorite so club good. level out of it's all of them so good Fantastic. because they get the food from in the lounge from boma and jico yeah 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 it's really good food um yeah. but the the value the value really is great because especially if you're already paying for savannah view which in my opinion you should if you're staying at animal kingdom lodge go ahead and pay for savannah Please. view Please, please do not go to Animal Kingdom Lodge and book a standard view room. I understand, you know, there's budgets and things, but pay at least the very little extra for the pool view. You will thank me because standard view rooms anywhere, but especially at this hotel are not nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think Heather, you, you wrote a blog post recently, right? That had like some of my photos of my standard view room in them. Mm -hmm. If anybody has questions about why it's important to book, you know. Yeah. You can um, check those but if, photos of my view of the air conditioning unit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, if you are already going to be paying for the Savannah View room, the club level in general is really not that much more. Yeah. And I, especially at those resorts, I, I think that it is um, an easier yeah. swallow to pay to pay yeah. the extra money for it. Yeah. 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 It's not quite as much of a jump as it is with some of the right. others. Okay. All right, so that's Animal Kingdom Lodge and Wilderness Lodge. Let's move on to the Boardwalk area resorts. So that's going to be Yacht Club, Beach Club, and Boardwalk Inn. Of course, if you listen to this podcast, the only you know proper what our favorite answer is. <laughs> Before we get into those, I do want to say that with the deluxe resorts, it, they all have balconies and or patios. Um, with the exception of maybe a handful of rooms at Beach Club or the Polynesian, but even then, like at the Garden Wings at the Contemporary, like the, the window, the floor to ceiling window will open up. So yeah. if you are, if you're like me and you like a glass of wine in the evening or a, gla- a cup of tea in the morning, these are the resorts you want to look at because you actually have the ability to open windows and get outside. 
get which, fresh air. That yeah. it, it's important to me. That's what I look for. Yep. Agreed. Um, all right. So let's start with the yacht club because I sometimes feel like the yacht club is like a little bit the redheaded stepchild of the boardwalk in resorts. <laughs> you know? Not as nice as the beach club. <laughs> I I would maintain that it is well, I don't like the new room remodel. I think the reason most people don't tend to stay at the Yacht Club is twofold. One, because the Beach Club is that much closer to Epcot, so it's a quicker <laughs> walk. But also, it is the convention resort. So this yeah. is the resort that has the convention center attached to it. So again, like we talked about last week with Coronado Springs, it caters to a more... Quote, unquote, I don't want to say adult because there's tons of children that stay there, but it, it's a not as many out. though. Not it's not it's. I, I would argue there's far less than the beach club. Mm-hmm. There is even just going from lobby to lobby, like the lobby of the yacht club is so much quieter yes. than the lobby of the beach club. It's well, like I think big, that also has to do with yeah. um, Cape May Cafe mm-hmm. in the beach club, which is more open air. So it kind of like you know it's the character meal yeah. and it's loud and all of that. But yes, it caters to a a more upscale traveler. So somebody who's there for business. Um, So the restaurants are geared more towards the higher end. Like that's where you're going to find the Yacht and Beach Club signature restaurant is over on the Yacht Club side. Um, Even, you know, the the lounge is not, one of the lounges is not tucked away in, you know, around a hallway. It's right there in the lobby and it's got the beautiful dark colors and the fireplace. So it, it, it caters to a more adult crowd, I would say. Yes. Which is why I think it's a little less popular. Yeah. And also the new rooms are bleh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a, I, yeah, I'm not a fan of the new rooms, unfortunately. Um, I'm slowly, <laughs> I'm slowly losing my gut check reaction to the lack of carpeting because no, I, I still hate that. I understand. I understand the need for it. Like I understand why they did it. I still think they could have tossed us the occasional throw rug or something so that I'm not just putting my bare feet on cold flooring or whatever. But um, the Yacht Club, one of the most important things to know about the Yacht Club is um, almost no bathtubs. They are, they have gone to almost entirely showers. So if you are somebody who likes a bath, um, like, you know, I have one of my friends, Jennifer, she takes a bath every single night. She has to have a bathtub in her room. Like it's a thing, <laughs> you know? So yacht club, not a good choice for her anymore. <laughs> so, you know, that's important to know. Um, yeah. Make sure you request that. Um, yes. And I feel like that's unfortunately a thing Disney's going to, they're doing the same thing when they redid the grand Californian out here at Disneyland. Okay. 90% of the rooms are walk-in showers, which are beautiful by the way. But if you need a tub, you have to request it. Yeah. And you may not get it. It's request only. It's yeah. not a guarantee. So, um, all right. So let's jump over to the beach club. Greatest hotel of all time. The end. Ever. Ever. Mm, I mean, and it's I, no Alani, it's no Alani, but it's pretty great. And you know what? I don't, I, it's so hard for me to pinpoint why I think it's the best. I like, it's not like it has amenities above and beyond any other deluxe resort. It's just, there's something about it. I think for me, um, it's being so close to Epcot and of course the other mm-hmm. hotels are there too, but I can like walk out of my room and be at Epcot in four and a half minutes. So that's amazing. Um, and I've also really come to love the the smell of the lobby. Yes. <laughs> thing ever. I buy yes. candles specifically because they there smell you like go. the club lobby. Not, not spo- hashtag not sponsored. If you're well, watching this, this yeah, not, not sponsored, <laughs> no. but 
But if you'd well, like to, uh, we love your candles. I'm going <laughs> to tell you right now, too. I found Bath and Body Works has a scent out for Christmas. Everybody go right now. It's called Frozen Lake. It smells exactly like the beach club. They also have the hand right. soap. Yeah. I, I may have seven of them in my house. <laughs> Possible. Yeah. For me, the beach club, I, I love the proximity to Epcot. That's a big part of it. Um, it is modeled after sort of the beach resorts of, of, of New Jersey and the Northeast. So it's, that's where I live and that's how I've grown up. And so the, you know, the, the aura of it is sort of very comforting to me. The color palette is beautiful. It's just very peaceful. I love the room remodels. I love all the, you know, it's just, it's, it feels like home to me. So. And also, let's be honest, the restaurants there are fantastic. They have Beaches and Cream, Hurricane Hannah's Pool Bar, I love. Oh my gosh, I, yeah, I even but like I, a little counter service in the gift shop. That's my only complaint about this resort. The they don't have, mm-hmm. Yeah, we need a bigger counter service restaurant. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. However, part of what I love so much about the Beach Club is its proximity to the Yacht Club because it doubles everything, right? So you don't just have the access to the restaurants at the Beach Club. It is a sister resort. They are physically connected. So it's very easy to get over to the um, Ale and Compass marketplace at the Yacht Club, mm-hmm. which I which think is, is awesome. better than oh my gosh, so the good. Beach Club marketplace. It's really good. They have um, very good fancy coffees. They're amazing. Yes. Yeah, it's really good. So you do have sort of two quick service, you know, or more two or more quick service things that are nice and close. So I, it, I almost think that the the yacht club is kind of what helps me love the beach club so much. You know, it's a little yeah, bit cheating, double the amenities yeah. for the price of one. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I believe that these are the only resorts on Disney property that sh- I mean, while there are quiet pools, they share one common pool and i think that's the only one because even like the villas that are connected to the other hotels they have their own pool so yeah yeah storm along bay is the community pool so it is Mm -hmm. the main pool for the yacht club it is also the main pool for the beach club and storm along bay i you can fight me all you want it is the best pool on walt disney world property yeah i don't think anybody will fight you on that i think everybody (laughs) says that yeah um it's great I just yes. like that there's, there's, it's not just a pool, it's mm-hmm. a mini water park. So there's something for everybody. Little kids have their area. The, the teenagers have the slide or the, the um, lazy river. You know, there's just tons of stuff. There's, I like sinking sands and nobody really knows that that's what that is unless really you happen cool. to step in a pocket where it's like a little mini quicksand and you just yeah. kind of like fall into the pool. Like it's just cute little hidden things like that. Um, so everybody can kind of find their nook. Yep. All right, so let's jump over to the boardwalk. Now, uh, we've all stayed at the boardwalk, right? Everybody stayed there? Yes, okay. I love the boardwalk. Right. Yeah. Um, I like the boardwalk. I like the rooms at the boardwalk almost as much as I like the rooms at the beach club. Um, so if the beach club is unavailable for whatever, boardwalk is my second choice in resorts. What I yeah. love about the boardwalk is, number one, it's themed after the Jersey Shore, which is where I grew up. And so it, like, it feels like home to me. Um, but I like the hidden details that are in this resort and I feel like they have more over at the boardwalk than they do at Yacht and Beach so there are the nods to New Jersey history where if you didn't grow up there you're probably not going to know but it's fun to see Um, but I also love like the Abracadabra bar now they have that attached but upstairs did you know that they have the Bell um, the Bellevue lounge which is 
in the morning they do a continental breakfast, but at night it's a cocktail lounge and it looks like it's just a little living area, but they have, you know, 1930s radio shows playing and you can get books and board games off the shelf and sit down and play and it's just the coziest little spot. And then they have the old, like, um, penny pictures where you put the penny you don't have to here but like you crank the thing and you see like this old-timey movie I just I love that so much yeah Yeah. and um also the um ice cream (laughs) ample hills Hills is phenomenal I will say I don't think the uh boardwalk has as many dining options I I mean it has more but I feel like they're not as exciting yeah. as across the way I guess I is what agree. I'm trying to say I would agree. Yeah. um you know so they have like I I just I'm not super crazy about them I love the boardwalk bakery um but there's always a crazy long line in the morning so I just walk myself over to the yacht club at the ale and compass lounge and you get as good a breakfast if not a little bit better um but that's the only thing that I would improve on I think at the boardwalk yeah. would be uh the the dining options yeah. Yeah. Now, so did everybody know? Uh, go, let's talk about the pool because I love it, and I know that I am you. in the minority. I freaking love this pool. FYI, it has a name, people. That slide is called the Keister Coaster. It makes <laughs> me laugh every time. Like I'm, I cannot stop giggling. It's called the Keister Coaster, and I think it's brilliant. I love it. I do, I don't have a clown version, so it doesn't bother me. But many people do have a clown. I love clowns. I don't find them scary. I think they're fantastic. I think it's great. It's also, I remember, themed after the Atlantic City Boardwalk, which unfortunately that roller coaster that they uh, modeled it after is unfortunately no longer because it got knocked off the pier and went into the Atlantic Ocean during Superstorm Sandy years back. Um, But I I thought they did such a great attention to detail and making you feel like you're at the boardwalk. And I love it. Um, And the little um bar area there that it's themed like a carousel which i think is adorable and it's mm-hmm. called leaping horse libations i like i just love the play on words yeah, yeah. it is very and you're not going to know this like heather said if you if you've never been to the jersey store if you never spent any time there you're not going to really get but so like the boardwalk gets a lot of flack for being just the tiniest bit creepy <laughs> like it has these sort of funny, creepy, like the clown slide or these mm. little chairs that are in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> They're so bizarre. And But that's very authentic to the boardwalk. The boardwalk has just, the, you know, if you think about back to the history of the boardwalk, it would be like, you know, sideshows and things like that. So there is that aspect to it. And I think Disney actually did a really good job of, of maintaining that. It makes sense whether it appeals to you or it doesn't appeal to you it makes sense it looks very much again it's themed after atlantic city which was the first boardwalk in the world um and what was that hbo show years ago it was like boardwalk boardwalk empire that's it like don't watch it because it's violent and and bad but if you look look, (laughs) but if you look at it just for the background like that's what disney was going for that very victorian era turn of the last century and they did a fantastic job on it it's great well, yeah. I I did like that show because that it's the type of show that I like. And um, I when I, the first when I first started watching it, I was like, this looks just like Disney. I mean, that's <laughs> that's the the thought yeah. you get from it when you're watching it. It really does. Um, yeah. So and it, one thing I, I like about the boardwalk area, not the ho- not even the hotel. I do love the hotel, but um, it's a good area for for anyone, especially in that area at night. You know, you can just go and. Yeah. And really feel like that's a good nightlife spot. You don't have to go to Disney Springs or stay in a theme park. 
it's a good whole nightlife area. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, we got Jelly Rolls Nightclub and what's the other one? Atlantic Hall. Hall. Yeah. So um, plus Abercrombie Bar and um, just all of the like. And then free entertainment. They have the, the Boardwalk yeah. Buskers where there's magicians or acrobats or whatever. We saw every we fifteen saw minutes a hula hooper. Oh, yep. she was really good. He was really good. And the magician we saw was was good. He was yeah. a little cheesy, but good. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. It's supposed to be a little cheesy. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to the monorail resorts. Um, and we'll start with the contemporary just because. Because why not? Because why not? It was the original, right? So we'll start there. All right. Charlotte, you have had the most success. <laughs> Let me just roll place. my eyes at you because you've never had it when we're with you. Only I know. By yourself. <laughs> well, I'm, I, before I had ever stayed at the contemporary, it was the, it was the last resort that I needed to stay at to complete staying in all of them. And so I booked a room at the contemporary and I just booked standard garden wing, standard view, the, you know, bottom tier of the rooms. And we walked in and were completely surprised that we were upgraded to the hospitality suite. Um, <laughs> so it was amazing. And it was, it sleeps, I think eight or nine people um, in total. And my brother and his girlfriend were living down there at the time. And they were like, well, we're just moving in for the weekend. And so they brought their stuff over and came and stayed uh, <laughs> with me for the weekend. Um, so anyway, so that was that was that experience. It was fantastic. If you can stay in the hospitality suite, I would <laughs> highly recommend it. It was amazing. Um, so we, and then we were surprised cause I was like, Oh yeah, we get to go to the club level with this. So that was, um, something else, but I had not stayed in the tower until we went in September. So, um, while I had been to the concierge lounge, I had not stayed in the tower itself. So it's two, there are, I feel like there are two different hotel experiences, whether you're in the garden wing there. and you're in the tower and the three of us stayed in the garden wing one time and yep. did not get upgraded. Sorry. Um, but we were counting I, on you. You know, we had a whole pep talk to go work your magic and everything. The funny thing is, I didn't even do anything with that. Like, I was going to go ask them at the desk if there were any tower rooms available. And then I was like, ah, let's just check in. I'm tired. <laughs> and we went straight to the room. And it's this amazing room. Um, but uh, I feel like there are two different experiences there's the garden wing, and then there's the tower. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's almost like, you know, A side and B side or something like that, because the tower is the coup de gras and the garden wing is just adjacent. There's nothing at all wrong with the garden wing, but you are going to get a different experience than the tower itself. Yeah. Yeah. The, the rooms in general are pretty much the same in the garden wing as they are in the tower. Yes. And the rooms at the contemporary, contemporary and the Polynesian have the largest standard rooms on property. They were yeah. the first hotels that were built. Um, and they just built hotel rooms bigger back then. So they are big. Like they yeah. mm -hmm. easily sleep five people. And I mean, we've, we've stayed there, you know, on a few different occasions with three adults and does not feel crowded mm -hmm. at all. So. Yeah. And um, the, so the contemporary has, it, it's got so, I mean, besides being a tower, so it's many floors, it has a lot of levels to, there's the lobby where you check in on the first level and then there's a the convention center up on like three. But besides that, then there's the Grand Canyon concourse on the fourth level. So that's where you're going to find most of your restaurants and things like that. So it's a little bit different in that 
the lobby is in kind of two different places. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you do, you do have the wave restaurant down on the first floor too. Yeah. And also the best like restaurant in the bar. entire world is all the way upstairs. <laughs> way up on the top. Yeah. Yeah. California. Yeah. So, yeah. Right, so it's a little bit more spread out in the one tower than, um, than you would maybe expect. Yeah. yeah. All right. So here's my question for you guys. Contemporary gets a lot of flack for being the least Disney of all of the resorts. What what say you to that? Well, I feel like Disney's going less Disney at all of the resorts now anyway. Mm-hmm. So what does it matter? Um, I think, listen, it was created at a different time, right? It was made in the early 70s. And so at that time frame, contemporary, the future, that was a big deal. You know, we had only just landed on the moon maybe a year or so before. Um, so I think it's great. It's also, let's not forget, how it was made, right? They made the frame and then slid the rooms in. That's not a big deal anymore, but back then that was yeah. really cool. So I don't I don't have a problem with it being less Disney. I mean, all you have to do is go down to the lobby and there's Chef Mickey and all, you know. Yeah. And I think for me, the, I get the Disney from it in, like, especially if you have a theme park view room. Like, mm-hmm. That's I mean, where the Disney on, is. Yeah. Like you're looking at, you know, you can mm-hmm. see the fireworks, you know, uh, you know, like we had a, we, you know, we stayed there last month. We had a garden wing, garden view room. Um, it was as far as you could possibly get <laughs> out in the garden wing. And when we were walking there and it was late at night, I was tired. And, you know, I was like, oh, until I got to the room and looked out the window and there goes the electric water pageant right by mm. my room. And then I was like, this is the best room ever. Yeah. <laughs> what makes Disney like a Disney hotel, quote unquote, Disney. I don't, yeah. and does it have to have Mickey plastered everywhere? Because none of the rooms really have none that anymore. Exactly. You know, I, does it need to have hidden Mickeys? There's hidden Mickeys in the contemporary. So I just, it's again, a different theme. It's mm-hmm. themed after as much of the future as they can gather. Or I want, I would say now it's more mid-century mom modern and nostalgia for yeah. what we thought it of as the particularly contemporary <laughs> anymore yeah. but yeah but also being able to walk to the magic kingdom like that's pretty much it's got a freaking home. monorail going right through the middle how many other hotels in the world have that people not many yeah. right in the middle i still i don't care how old i get or how antiquated that is that is magic like i just i'm still, still in awe cool. of it like that's yeah. freaking cool and remember yeah. being a child riding the monorail and you're like oh i'm going in the contemporary like that's awesome yeah, yeah. even my teenager still thinks that's cool <laughs> like, yeah. even he would look up when we were going back like it's cool it's very cool so i don't think it's got a theme of oh let me transport you to you know a south pacific island or you know victorian era england it doesn't have that but it certainly has a theme i love it yeah yeah all right let's continue our little journey around the monorail loop and head over to the polynesian i love the polynesian i really do it, it does. It feels like a different place, right? It's like super magical yeah. and mellow. And mm-hmm. I think they, I love, um, like it, you feel like you're in Hawaii, but, but 1970s Brady special. Yeah. Yeah, very Brady you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, very kitschy. Like kitschy. Just, I love it. I really yeah. love it. Um, the rooms here are huge, like Sarah was saying. One difference that I have seen, and I've stayed at the Polynesian a couple of times, and I have not seen 
um, I know they've re recently redid them, so I haven't seen one that's changed from this, but they have the one bathroom and not, oh, Contemporary has this too. Contemporary like, does too. Yeah, yeah, and not like a sink, you know, kind of out outside like a lot of them do, and then the toilet and shower in another room. They have one large bathroom. So just keep that in mind if, you know, you're going to be trying to get ready, ready all together, either just become immodest or deal with it. <laughs> you know, so, um, that's... You know, it, it works basically, it works better for some people than it would for others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I did not get now. We should say the Polynesian has the highest rate of guest satisfaction of any Disney resort, and it has the highest rate of repeat visitors. Once you stay at the Polynesian, it is very difficult, in my experience, to get people to stay anywhere else. Yeah. Um, I cannot pry my clients out of that hotel for like anything. I love it. I, didn't get it at first. It uh, The Polynesia sort of tiki aspect just wasn't a theme that particularly appealed to me. And so it was the last hotel for me. Like the contemporary was for you. The Polynesia was the last hotel that I had to stay at to sort of complete my, I stayed at all of them quest. Um, and then I got it. It's still not my favorite theme, but the location is fantastic because it's- one train monorail to the Magic Kingdom or the boat, and it's one train in the other direction over to Epcot because you can walk five minutes to the Ticket and Transportation Center. So between that and the size of the rooms and a really fun pool, when they redid the pool a few years ago, they did a fantastic job. Like it's yeah. just a really, it's it's not Stormalong Bay, but it's great in and of its own. You know, yeah. And I really love it too because you feel like you feel in a different place even though you can see Cinderella's castle you really do feel like you're on a South Pacific Isle you know they do the the torch lighting at night they really have that Polynesian culture in there so you're walking around and these palm trees and all of the you know the tropical plants are kind of blowing in the breeze and you're you forget you're at Disney World which I think also Animal Kingdom Lodge does really well. So yeah. that's why I love the Polynesian is I can still be at Disney, but I can feel like I'm somewhere else. Like you almost feel more relaxed at the Polynesian. Yeah. You yeah. get, um, you have, they have hula lessons in the lobby. Did just yes. this lady that works there. Yes. Who's like so old and has been working there since it opened, <laughs> I believe. I yeah. think she's in her late 80s. Yeah. So yeah. I think she's been working there since adorable. it opened. And she will come, she just comes out and she wears no shoes, which I think she's probably the only cast member allowed to not wear shoes because that's a big <laughs> deal with them. And she teaches you how to hula in the lobby. Yep. And she's there all the time. She makes lays. She's yep. got to have the world's best job. I mean. <laughs> yeah, she works very limited hours, I will yeah. say. She's not there all day, every day. She has very specific hours that she's there. But if, so. you, can, if you see her, she's great. Um, she's so, and she's really, you know, interactive with the guests. But that's just the feel that you get at that resort. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. They they just have a, it's really, really laid back. And I really love it a lot. It's, it's I, I'm going to say this, it might be better than the beach club, in my opinion. So. In your I, opinion, for you. It's better than the beach club for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's allowed. That's allowed. Okay. We'll keep you on the podcast, I guess. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. but it's good since um, I'm the one who knows how to edit them. So. <laughs> <laughs> I could figure it out if I had to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so that brings us. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, we lost Heather. Hang on. Hang on. You're breaking up. Sorry. You're, you're, breaking, up. Up. you're breaking up, Heather. 
Oh, am I better now? That is better. Now you're better. Okay, I'm back. All right, go ahead. What were you saying? You were yelling. <laughs> oh, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say that like I beach club's my favorite, but I don't always want to stay there for different times of year. I like different resorts. So if I'm going for Fourth of July, hands down, always staying at Animal Kingdom because it gives you a different vibe. You know, food and wine festival. It's either the beach club or the boardwalk. It just it really depends on what I'm going for that trip. Yeah. Yep, I would agree with that. All right, so we're continuing on our little monorail tour, and we're coming to Disney's flagship resort, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Um, and I have to say, for me, it's not better than the Beach Club, but I really like this resort. It yeah. might be right behind the Beach Club for me. I really it's, like it, too. Huh, it's close. How do you not like it? It's just, it's so pretty, especially so this time pretty. of year with the tree and the gingerbread house. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I think what well, I love about it is, and I know people, some people complain about it, but I like that it's got that more formal feel to it. You know, like you almost feel like, oh, I should put on a sundress to walk through the lobby. Not that anybody does or that you have to, but it has that feel to it. And I love, there's always live music in the evenings, whether it's an mm -hmm. orchestra or it's a pant. I just, it feels of a different time when people got dressed to go to dinner. And I, yeah. I love that, that magical feeling to it. Yeah. yeah. Yet it doesn't feel like if you are, have to walk from, you know, the theme park and you just happen to be walking through it and you're not dressed for the occasion, you don't feel like you're not, you don't belong there either. No, it's not stuffy yeah. feeling. And I get this yeah. question all the time from clients. I mean, is it stuffy? Like, I don't want to have to feel like I have to dress up to, to go grab something from, you know, the gift right. shop or something like that. And no, I don't yeah. think it is. But I do love when I see people that are dressed up, like yeah. a couple mm -hmm. on their way to, you know, Victorian Alberts or a bride. Mm -hmm. Nothing makes yes. me happier than seeing a bride at the grand. I mean, uh -huh. I love seeing a bride staircase. anywhere, but like, yeah. yes, mm -hmm. on the staircase or like I... Mm -hmm loved sitting in that lobby i'm a big lobby sitter and people watcher it's one of my favorite things to yes, do at the disney resorts and the grand floridian is the perfect place to do it because yes. you can i mean you just it's so sweet and i just i love to see people all dressed up and i loved like the little girls in their princess dresses and every once in a while you'll catch like a little girl with her dad like dancing in the and Oh, it's just the oh, it's yeah. the sweetest thing ever. You, yeah. you see, you do see people dancing in that lobby all the time. Like all they'll just time. get up and and dance to the music. I love it so much when the orchestra comes on at night. Yeah. You know, and the, oh, it makes me so happy. Yeah. yeah, I do want to mention that we have discussed before on this that we were upset when they took out Misner's Lounge and put in um, the Enchanted Rose uh, Bar, and I did have a chance to go in there when we were there in November and it's beautiful in there. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it really belongs to the Grand Floridian, but it is, it is a gorgeous space. It, it yeah. really is beautiful. It's very and, pretty. Yeah. And there was some outside seating and things like that. So I think it's a, it's a good use of space, but maybe not themed so much France when it's Victorian, but you know, yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 So, um, and the rooms at the Grand Floridian are beautiful. Um, and in fact, Heather, the room that you and I stayed in that time is probably one of my favorite rooms I've ever seen in Walt oh, Disney World that. because it was the dormered. Yeah, we were on the yeah. top floor oh, so of nice. the I forget which building. Um, but yeah, so we had these super high ceilings and this gorgeous chandelier that came down, and it was so 
pretty. And I've stayed there in a couple of the different buildings. Um, and I, I would happily stay in any of the rooms. Outer building, well, I'd happily stay in the main building because those yeah. are all club level. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love all of the buildings. I love the pools. I think the Mad Hatter um, water splash and play area. I love it. Really cute. Like right up Heather's alley. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just a beautiful, it is a beautiful resort. And it's modeled after the Hotel Del Coronado in La Jolla, California. Um, it's not technically La Jolla, I guess it's Coronado, um, but uh, which is one of my favorite hotels that I've ever stayed at ever in my life. So it's sort of, for me, it's very reminiscent because that was a great trip that I took to California as a kid with the family and stayed there. So yeah, just beautiful. Yeah. And they're building a walkway. So in the not too distant future, you will also be able to walk to the Magic Kingdom from the Grand Floridian. So from the Polynesian even. Yeah, because it'll be yeah. not quite one big loop because you can't yeah. go from the contemporary to the Polynesian because there's a big waterway in between. But you yeah. can go from all the way from the Polynesian to the contemporary yeah. and back again. Yeah. Yeah. Very um, cool. The and Sarah and I and our friend Melissa recently walked from the Grand Floridian to the Polynesian. And I do this a lot just because I, I like it. But they were like, it is not far at it's all so between close. these hotels. You don't like, realize no. how close until you walk it yeah yeah, yeah. um it's very close uh, and the last thing i want to say about polynesian and uh grand floridian is if you get a theme park view room that's fantastic and you can most of the time see fireworks and things like that but it's far so you're not really going to be able to see like get all these great um photos of cinderella castle or something like that because it's pretty far away it's further than you think it is when you're just mm -hmm. looking at it yeah. so if you want a really cool theme park view that's where the contemporary mm -hmm. comes in yeah. but um you will get great views of the fireworks and stuff if you stay in a theme park view room in any of those resorts so Yep. Yep. All right. So we are now at an hour. <laughs> if you're still listening, thank you. If you're still watching. God bless you. Um, and we still have to cover the Saratoga Springs, Old Key West and the Riviera. Now we're not going to cover the Riviera because it literally just opened yesterday and nobody really knows anything about it. So let's just do a quick sort of overview of Old Key West and Saratoga Springs. They are located in the Disney Springs area, which is fantastic for if you want to go to Disney Springs, you can just hop on a boat. And I love those boats going um, from those resorts to Disney Springs. They're really fun. And they are villas. So they have the studios, one bedroom, two bedroom, the elusive three bedrooms that you can. <laughs> um, and they are. Yeah. Yeah. And the tree houses. Yeah. But those resorts are enormous. Um, and the. Old Key West villas are in absolutely huge. Massive. Um, like we said with the contemporary being, you know, and those older resorts being first, this was the first villas resort and those rooms are massive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A good option for a big family for sure. Yeah. Um, I will say they are very spread out. Um, almost similar to like the moderate resorts in the way that they're you know, spread out in Saratoga Springs in particular, especially if you're staying in a treehouse villa, I do think that having a car mm -hmm. is very helpful um, because you can be pretty far <laughs> from. Yeah. Saratoga uh, Springs has a preferred location now. Yes. So um, that won't help for the treehouse villas, but you might want to consider that booking a preferred location if you're doing it. Yeah. I think yeah. it's important to remember that these hotels were made as timeshare resorts. You don't have to own 
the Disney timeshare to stay there. Anybody can book a room there. But when Disney was designing these, it was meant to be a very different feel from their deluxe resorts. It's right. not a hotel. Remember, they used to be called home away from home resorts. So yep. it's meant to feel like you're in a vacation home. So everything is spread out. They're both over the course of different golf courses. Um, so it's meant to be like you have a condo on vacation at a beach somewhere, or, you know. Right. Um, um, and so you really should be, you should have a car when you stay there. If not, I would book the preferred room. This way you can easily walk to everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for I sure. would agree with that. Yeah. And Saratoga right. Springs, you can also walk to Disney Springs, even though I get lost every time trying to find the path. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Block. No matter how many times I do it, I can't. I can never yeah. remember. But you can walk to Disney Springs fairly quickly from there as well. Yeah, yeah, and it puts you. The walkway to Disney Springs puts you way down the end, down by like the Rainforest Cafe and sort of all of that. It's mm-hmm. you know way down that way. So um, if you're trying to get to House of Blues, don't walk. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're trying to get your steps in, in which case, go for it, you know, but yeah, um, take the boat. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that does it for Disney's Deluxe Resorts. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, guys, for participating. Um, they are our favorite of the resorts. But let's be clear. If the choice is between staying home and staying at, you know, an all-star hotel, count me in for the all-stars. Like, I'm there. I'm good. It's, you know, I'm completely in for that. So, um that wraps up our series on the Disney resorts. Let us know what you think. Um, you can join our Facebook group. Please come join our Facebook group. We're having so much fun over there. This is different than the Facebook page. So for those of you who are listening and saying, oh, I already liked your Facebook page. Facebook page is one thing. Facebook group is a different thing. So make sure that you have liked the Facebook page and joined the Facebook group because we're having all kinds of fun in there. You can tell us what you think. Tell us what your favorite resort is. Tell us why we're wrong. Tell us whatever you think. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, you can click on the comments below and let us know what you think. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I'm now officially a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe. Um, we will be back in 2020 and we want to hear from you. What do you guys want to hear from us next year? What do you want to see from us next year? So you can email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com. Visit our website at DisneyParkPrincess.com. Instagram at DisparkPrincess. Facebook, Dis Park Princess, and Pinterest. Uh, we have a lot going on over on Pinterest, and you can follow us on Pinterest, Pinterest slash Disney Park Princess. So that's it. We're happy everywhere. holidays. We're happy, happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays. 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 Oh, Patreon. Oh, Patreon Extra. Thank you. I almost forgot our Patreon Extra. How can I forget our Patreon supporters? I don't even know. So Patreon Extra this week, Heather is going to be telling us all about her trip to see the tiny chef and the tiny chef's gingerbread house. You are going to want to see this. You're going to want to stay tuned for this. So I uh, met tiny chef guys. Yeah. She actually met tiny chef. It's very exciting. Um, so patreon.com slash princess. If you want to hear and or see our extra content for our supporters. And if you are already a supporter, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are ending this year with actual money in our bank account. I mean, not like a lot of money, but <laughs> But money. <laughs> so we've, we've paid all of our bills this year and our website and we can renew all the stuff we need to renew. So that is fantastic. And we thank you so much. So we will talk to you next year. Bye, Bye. guys.